Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. We hope that while you're with us today, you'll hear a relevant kingdom teaching or inspiration that will aid you in becoming your best you. Sit back, relax, and prepare to be empowered. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Power to Empower Others. This is your host, Valerie Burrell. We're grateful today to have with us as our guest inspirer, our very own Angela Elasier. Angela is a wonderful woman of God, a wonderful student of the word, uh, an educated woman. Uh, she's one of those, one of those that when she walks in the room, she's going to get your attention and you don't, you don't have to say anything, but there's just a draw about her that we certainly appreciate. She is a part of our Seeking Truth Bible study um, and just has wisdom and knowledge bottled up inside of her that she doesn't let the whole world see all the time. But today, <laughs> but today, <laughs> we're excited that she's going to share with us words of inspiration. Angela, I could talk about you for a while, but I'm going to go ahead and let the listening audience hear what it is that God has laid on your heart today. I am excited. Well, thank you so much, Apostle Valerie. I thank you for giving me an opportunity to speak today, and I also thank you for serving as my mentor. I would like to open up uh, with prayer. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for health, strength, and peace, even in the midst of this pandemic, Lord. Bless all of those under the sound of my voice and all of those who will listen later. Bless those who have lost loved ones, as well as those who are suffering through physical and psychological illnesses. Use me, Lord, to bring hope to your people. These and other blessings I pray in your name. Amen. So today I've decided that Amen. I would like to speak about coping with anxiety and depression. I will be reading from Mark 4, verses 35 through 41, and it reads as follows. It was evening of that same day. Jesus said to them, let us go over to the other side. After sending people away, they took Jesus with them in a boat. It was the same boat that they used when they taught them, when he taught them. Other little boats went along with them. A bad windstorm came up. The waves were coming over the side of the boat. It was filling up with water. Jesus was in the back of the boat sleeping on a pillow. They woke him crying out, teacher, you do not care that we are about to die? Jesus got up and spoke sharply to the wind. He said to the sea, peace be still. At once the wind stopped blowing. There were no more waves. He said to his followers, why are you so full of fear? Do you not have faith? They were very much afraid and said to each other, who is this that even the winds and the waves obey him? In this parable, Jesus was peacefully sleeping. However, when a storm came and the winds and the waves overtook the boat, the disciples became afraid. They immediately woke up Jesus and he calmed the storm. This parable reminds me that as the storms overtake our lives, 
we must remember that the Holy Spirit is always with us, even when we cannot detect him. We must trust him through our circumstances. I wanted to remind you of that today, that even as we deal with COVID-19, God is still with us. His faith and his mercy endures forever. Some are asking, where is God through all of this? Where is God as I lose my loved one? Where is God as I lose my job? Where is God as I lose my house? Where is God when I need money to meet my basic needs? My response to all of these questions is that God is here with us. Just like in this parable, God is fully in charge even when it feels as if he does not care or he is not present. He is always present to help us through our most challenging circumstances in life. He never said that our lives would be easy, but he did promise that he would be with us through every trial and tribulation. Remember that God is love and that it is Satan who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I previously stated that this pandemic has caused many people to lose their their homes and their jobs and stability. Subsequently, the rates of depression and anxiety, as well as rates of suicide, are at an all-time high. The American Psychological Association describes anxiety as an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worry thoughts, and physical changes. On the other hand, depression is characterized by a lack of interest and pleasure in daily activities. Significant changes in weight, insomnia, or excessive sleeping, lack of energy, irritability, and thoughts of suicide. Uh, I've decided that I would like to, during this time, share practical applications as well as biblical applications to help those who are suffering from anxiety and depression. I know within my own community, the African-American community, uh, many view therapy as well as taking medication as a type taboo. But however, research has consistently shown that a combination of medication and therapy are by far the most effective means of treatment for both anxiety and depression. Also, exercising at least 30 minutes a day for a total of 150 minutes a week works wonders. I know even for my personal self that uh, when I exercise, my mood is better and that I tend to sleep better. Uh, Exercise works extremely well because it releases endorphins into our bodies. And endorphins are just hormones that help us to feel good. As a school social worker, I found that yoga and meditation also works well to alleviate stress and tension among my students. These interventions work well when students are angry and unable to calm down. I found even a few moments of meditation and yoga and even the most angry student will calm down and I'm able to talk to him or her more logically. I also have found that journaling your emotions is a great strategy. This helps us to process our emotions, and it helps those to work through their emotions who may not necessarily want to talk to others about what they're feeling. Also, talking with family and friends through the phone or Zoom is a great strategy because, you know, all of us need to feel connected. And, of course, during this time, we cannot necessarily be connected to our family members. So just try to set up a Zoom meeting or a phone call to make yourself feel more in tune with what's going on with the outside world thought about what I would say from a biblical perspective to help others, I decided to create an acronym. My acronym is to always remember to pray when feeling anxious and depressed. The P represents pray without ceasing. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 22 reads as follows. Be full of joy all of the time. Never stop praying. 
and everything give thanks. This is what God wants you to do because of Jesus Christ. Do not try to stop the work of the Holy Spirit. Do not laugh at those who speak for the Holy Spirit. Test everything and do not let good things get away from you. Keep away from everything that even looks like sin. The R represents read. Read God's word. Second Timothy 13, 16 through 17 reads as follows. And it's useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare, to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Reading the word of God strengthens us and it provides us with wisdom so that we will lead godly lives. The A represents application. We must apply God's word to our lives. John 15, 7 reads as follows. If you get your life from me, and my words live in you, ask whatever you want, and it will be done for you. In other words, we must read God's word and apply it to our lives. You can apply God's word to your lives in many, many ways by, you know, following the commandments, by sowing and reaping. The Bible instructs that we sow in order to reap a harvest. We sow by tithing. We also sow by using our time and our talents to help those in need. And when circumstances arise in our life, we have to use the God, we have to use the word of God to bring it to his remembrance so that we can get through those difficult times. In terms of the why for my acronym, why represents yielding to the Holy Spirit. Galatians 15, 16 through 17 reads as follows. I say this to you. Let the Holy Spirit lead you in each step. Then you will not please your sinful old selves. Things our old selves want to do are against what the Holy Spirit wants. The Holy Spirit does not agree with what our sinful selves want. These two are against each other. So you cannot do what you want to do. I believe that often the church does a great job of teaching us how to make God our Savior, but not necessarily the Lord over our lives. And I believe that's part of the reason why the divorce rate remains, remains so high within our country. A lot of times we pick spouses without really consulting with Holy Spirit. So we may pick a person based upon their looks or their money or their titles and not based upon who Holy Spirit would want us to be with. So basically, you know, I'm just asking with the why that we yield more to the Holy Spirit and do what he would have us to do. So again, in summary, from a practical perspective, consider therapy and medication, as well as yoga, exercise, meditation, journaling, spending time, you know, via the phone with family, family and friends to help alleviate anxiety and depression. From a biblical perspective, I believe if we pray without ceasing, if we read God's word daily, apply biblical principles to our lives, and yield to the Holy Spirit, our level of anxiety and depression will decline significantly. So remember through this process and as the weeks progress to always trust God and, and that he will watch over us and bless us significant as, significantly as we trust him through this process. Apostle, do you have any questions for me? No. <laughs> 
I got I got <laughs> I, I got stirred I got stirred from the scripture because that scripture is so powerful. And that you're you're so right, Angela. So many people are consumed with what's going around them that they're not trusting God. And and I mean, true. In that scripture, he was, he was like, "Peace, be still. Just be still." And and here's people who had spent time with him going, "Who was this man that even the winds obey? Like, why is it that you don't know who you serve? Why don't you know what he's right. capable of? Why don't you know that he's in control?" My God, we have several callers on the line. If there's anyone with a question or a comment at this time, you can press one and we can bring you live. Angela, I'm loving that pray. I'm loving that pray. Pray, read, <laughs> yield. Oh, God. I'm so loving that. That is wow. That's wow. We have several callers Thank you. on the line. We're grateful for joining us on today. If you have a question or a comment, please press one. And I will bring you live. Wow. I know, I know that I have been inspired by this. And if, it, if anybody listening had an ear, they would have that same testimony that depression and anxiety, as you said, are very prevalent now. So many people are so consumed with emotions and not knowing how to um, intelligently deal with them. And so they, they fall back to, what they know, either, you know, everybody's complaining that their waistline has expanded, um, you know, <laughs> things have happened that have been eating themselves crazy, um, not knowing how to cope, not realizing that really that's depression. It's depression that's causing you to eat because you don't know what to do with yourself. And it's not all of us, Absolutely. but many of us don't want to accept the fact that I'm depressed and that's why I'm eating. You know, I don't know right. what to do with myself, I know- so I eat, you know. Absolutely. Wow. I know for myself, my, my kids and I, we have, because I found myself eating a great deal. So now every day we walk, we try to walk for at least 30 minutes to 40 minutes a day to help alleviate that, that overeating and to help <laughs> yeah. to ensure that yeah. uh, I will not gain a whole lot of weight. <laughs> Wonders, And yeah. it does help with my mood. So, you know, the things that I talk <laughs> about are things that I know about that I actually do myself. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's the one thing that I love about everybody that's that's done this so far. Um, We're a transparent group here at the Empowerment Place. Our lives are not our own. We recognize that. And so we're going to share with you from our experience and what it is that God has revealed to us through his word and our lives. So when you hear people come and they share their inspiration, and as Angela has done, she's not talking to you just from what she knows from her job. She's talking to you about what she knows from her life as well. So I can certainly appreciate that. My goodness, my goodness. The switchboard is full of people. Nobody has anything to say, Angela. You must have them in absolute awe. They're texting each other going, did you hear that? Did you hear Did you hear what Angela said? They are in awe. <laughs> they are in awe and celebrating what God has released through you. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um. E.T. family that's here, press one. Um, let's celebrate Angela. <clears throat> let's celebrate Angela. family that may be on the line and um, available. Angela, if there's somebody who has additional questions off the line, um, as you are a social worker and you have great knowledge and expertise in that field, 
if someone has additional questions about coping, um, could you give them some contact information if they want to reach out to you after this? Sure. My Facebook page is under my name, Angela Elaser, which is E-L-A-Z-I-E-R. And I also have an uh, email address, ajelaser at yahoo.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, listeners, thank you so much for being with us today for our lunchtime and for and, and thank you for the information you've shared about coping with depression and anxiety in this hour. Um, Pastor Linda wants you to know you did an excellent job. <laughs> thank you, Pastor. <laughs> uh, she says she's going to check you as well. Amen, amen. We just thank God for you. Thank God for what you and are excited and can grow in you and use you on many different platforms to come. Let's just join us tomorrow as our inspirer will be Lady Shanice Moore, um, a blogger, a pastor's wife, an advocate, a friend. She will be with us tomorrow at 12 noon to inspire. We invite you to join us at that time. Tomorrow morning, I will be on Facebook Live and YouTube with our meditation, morning motivation. We ask that you join us again then. We're thankful that creation, we pray for you, that God would bless you as you continue throughout this day. We certainly hope that you were empowered by that awesome message and that word of inspiration. To learn more about Empower to Empower Others, we ask that you visit the Empowerment Place Ministries website at www.theempowermentplace.org. Thank you so much. We have a caller. Your last four digits are... Zero five nine seven. You're on the air. Hello. Um, there were several. First, I would like to say, Angela, you did an amazing job, and there are several of us listening. I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to ask: Can others be able to listen to the segment? Um, some were on Zoom calls, and other uh, work-related calls. Are is it possible for other individuals to listen to the segment at a later time? Absolutely. The segments are recorded, and they will be posted on Facebook. Um, and you can always go to our radio show at Empower to Empower Others on Blog Talk Radio. This and all 600 other episodes, I believe, are out there. Okay, thank you. You're absolutely welcome. Great job, Angela. Thank you, Jen. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thank you so much again for being with us. We'll be back again tomorrow. Um, As always at the Empowerment Place, we encourage you every day, do something to empower yourself. Once you've been empowered, please take the responsibility to empower someone else. Blessings to you all. God bless.